hazard. So, like the air we breathe, that says like like relationships and like community is not valued. They say it is valued. It's like yeah, community is important. Maybe at the end of the day, community is not a pitch you're talking about oftentimes. It's sort of like me-centered, self-focused. If you, you like look at a team, like if a team has to function, it has to be selfless, right? It has to be I'm here for you and sacrifice it for the greater good, which is us. Like those are the teams that take off somewhere. If it's just like a bunch of individuals playing, trying to get like you know a bunch of basketball teams that we're trying to score. Doesn't work. Same way, like community and life. Like there's something about like our disposition that has to be centered on the Lord and Jesus, who's our example of what it means to be a human being, which is laying down my life so that others may live. Right. And so, in some ways, like Paul says in Romans 12, um, transform yourself by the renewal of your minds. So, like our minds, we're doing a formation. What's at the heart of it is actually the renewing of our minds. So we've all grown up a certain way. Some good, some maybe not as good. And some of the not good we get kind of we pick up from like the movies we watch, the TV shows we see, and then like we see like, oh, is that the way that things are? And then we kind of grow up and realize like, ow, oh, that's actually destructive. <laughs> it's not good to act like that in relationships. Like, I mean, it's the way we renew our minds and like, actually, how do I like treat other people? How do I view other people? How do I go about my life living like Jesus, like opening my life to be selfless and other-centered? And this is kind of the first talk in the, in the course. Um, and it's, it's really good. Sarah is prepared well for it. We all know and love Sarah. Probably the most dedicated person in SPO. Yeah, she probably right. is the most dedicated person in SPO. Her presence, her warmth, her wisdom um, is going to be on full display tonight. We're, we're blessed to have her. So thank you, Sarah. We'll pray with you, and we'll get going here. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, let's welcome the Lord here with us. Here. Jesus, we praise you, we honor you, we glorify you, Lord God. You are holy, you are righteous, And Father, we just praise you for your faithfulness. Father, we praise you for your gifts that you pour out on us. But even today, Lord, we thank you for the rain that was needed. We thank you, Lord, for these rich relationships you placed around us, the way you're speaking into our life right now. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. Pray that you would renew our minds in the truth. Lord, we just pray your anointing on Sarah now. Lord, that you would inspire her, that you would lead her. And I pray that you would anoint our ears, anoint our hearts. And we say, come, Holy Spirit, and speak to us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 There's actually squirrels up there. Kayla and I were outside in the parking lot earlier, and they like, get in through the vent, and they can like get in through the screen. So. Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> we were like just crawling in and out. Yeah. Yes. We have some All creation is long. Is welcome. So funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, John was telling us about this culture that we live in today, um, and it's not something that. I think a lot of us can get away from, even though we might like avoid it. Like I've not like since deleted all my social media, but it's still like everywhere. You know, like you can't escape um, what is happening in the world and the way that our culture has influenced us. Um, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about kind of like what does our culture look like today, and like what are we like, inundated in, and then kind of like how we're created for relationship and created for something different, and then this like call as Christians um, to live these relationships in our world in a different way, and like the importance and like the weight of that and so if you think about um like this term i world i think you can think of a couple things you think of um like cell phones and media and um i don't know about you guys but pretty sure a lot of us have had iphones or phones for a very long time like tvs i know my house the tv i do every like home like movie that you see the tv's on like non-stop in every video 
um, and having our phones. And I even think of like, I have got AirPods last summer and um, I lost one AirPod. And I'm like using regular headphones now and I don't know what to do. Like it's super frustrating. And I like notice myself getting like upset because I like can't like move my arms. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like a slave to this like technology and like the ease and the convenience. Or if you think about your phones, like if you can't connect to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, like we get frustrated because it's like not instant, it's not happening. And I think um, like that influences the way that we like interact with people, you know, and technology isn't like inherently bad. Like our phones are good. You can like learn things, connect with people in different ways. But I think if we like notice the way that that influences us and like our ability to be like lorded over by it, I think that's like what we need to be careful of. Um, you need to be careful of like if your phone buzzes and it's like on the other side of the room and you're in conversation with somebody like can you just let it be? Can you like, actually like, ignore your phone on the other side of the room? Can you like call your grandparent or your parent to ask them a question of like how to fix something, you know? Like call them and ask how to get squirrels out of, you know, like rather than just like Google it and like figure things out. Um, and so I think like there is like something in our culture that has created this like self-centeredness that I think has come because we have this technology in our everyday lives. Um, and so I think, like, with that, then, like, if we look at this, like, I world, like, self-centeredness, self-focusedness, it can mean, like, a number of things. So I think we, like, see in our world where, like, we, like, expect things to, like, happen on our time, at our place, like, our preferences. Um, even if we're, like, Christians, like, striving for things, we, like, I, like, notice myself, like, sometimes, like, I'll be getting for bed and, like, walk around the house and notice my roommates, like, didn't put something away in a way that I, like, would normally do it myself. And I notice myself get, like, kind of frustrated. And it's like an expectation, like we haven't talked about that, but I like notice myself like why didn't they like do it when I wanted them to, like when I thought they should do it. Um, I mean we're like Christian women who are like living in an intentional way. Um, but then also like it's self becomes the center for truth. Like if you want to be a woman, you can be a woman because you feel like being a woman, you know? Like you can change genders, you can um, contraception, like if you don't want to get pregnant, you don't have to get pregnant, you know? There's just like so many things in our world today that's like based like on self like in radical individualism, but also like is a center for truth. Like self becomes the new center for truth. And that's something that we have to um, like be aware of in our world, but also like fight against our own temptation, even though we might not enter into some of those like, bigger things. Like it still affects our minds. And like John said, we need to like be renewed in our minds and like be attentive and aware of those things. Um, and if you think about like like media and culture, there's like a few different like even like slogans. Like I don't think media is like making this happen to us, but they just like know our um, our world and what we're in. There's like so many slogans like Burger King. It's always been like have it your way. Now it's like be your way. Like they just like know that it's like you know like they're targeting like the person and you're like what do I want? What's convenient for me? Um, there's just like so many different ways. Like the the, the AT&T data plan now is like. Um, your way. It's like show, they like want to like show you the way that you want to be like, and every website there's just like, what do you want? Like how do we focus on you and like what makes you, um, yeah, like what you need to be. Um, and so I think there's so much in our world where people ask like, what's in it for me? What can I get out of this? Um, and I think even in our like Catholic circles, and I don't know if you've been to like an event, maybe in like a new city, you like move somewhere, or maybe you've transferred here, or like you come to like a Catholic bear cat night and you're like, oh, like, you know, like we're on mission, but still there's like something in you that's like, I like seeing other people that I know, or you like go visit some friends somewhere else and you're like, okay, like, like where are my people? Like, who am I gonna stay with? Or like, how am I gonna like feel settled here? And so I think being cautious of like those things, or like, I don't like what we're doing, or I don't like this team that we're watching. I don't like this team that we're watching um, on like football today, you know, like I'd rather watch this team. So I think there's just like so much in there where like we can like catch those things. And so I think 
being cautious. Um, oops. This might be Kayla's delivery. Oh, for <laughs> Jimmy John's. For Jimmy John's guy lost. Sorry. <laughs> it might be Kayla's Jimmy John's delivery. Oh. Guy. We ordered it on my phone. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Looking for her Jimmy John's. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they ordered it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I just felt all the time. Um, but yeah, so in like in all of this, um, like it hasn't created happiness or joy. It creates like this like need to like yeah, like to like have things our way, and you know like it doesn't create like happiness or like joy. Like it creates like it can be like isolation. Um, it can create loneliness, insecurity in the world, and I think like that can like naturally set in. And I know a lot of you might be applying to like grad school or jobs even, um, or like co-ops are a big thing. And I don't know if you've ever like had that happen where like I know when I was applying to grad school my senior year, um, you like look at other people's competition. Like they get a spot that means one less spot for me. You know, even if you like have like good intentions, or like me as a missionary, I look at other missionaries and I'm like, wow, that person is like so much better at like this here or this here. You know, and you like start to see like you know, they're going to get recognized for this, and they're, like, serving the Lord more, and, you know, and then the Lord is um, not getting the glory, but, like, I'm seeking out for my own glory, and this isn't God's plan for his people. Um, you know, he, his original intent was to have one family for us to be united, and that's where the story starts to turn, and so in the Vatican II document, Gaudium et Spes, it says, in his fatherly care for all of us, God desired that all men should form one family and deal with each other in spirit of brotherhood, and so, Relationships are really important in our world. We need them. We were created in relationship, by relationship, for relationship. If you think about like our mom and dad, we were created because they have a relationship. You know, it was, we were created out of love. Um, by relationship, we, <laughs> um, we, uh, yeah, God created man like um, in like His image and like the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and for relationship now and forever with Him in eternity. And so. These relationships can be like a great blessing, but they can also be a source of like pain and hurt. And so it's really important for us, um, and as we like witness the gospel to people, for us to like really strive for something like excellent, not just like we can do relationships well, but we can like actually live up our relationships as Christians excellently. And so, um, yeah, I don't know even if you've like met, I'll get into this a little bit later too, but like met someone on campus and you were like doing some evangelization and like they have a strange relationship with God the Father, and it might not actually have anything to do with the Father, but it's, like, their issue with, like, how they've seen Christians relate or, like, how they've seen people, um, like, reacted with you. Um, and so that is, like, something that, like, we can get in the way of, like, someone's relationship with the Father. And so this is, there's, like, a lot at stake. Um, there's a lot at stake when it comes to relationships. Um, so what is, like, with the world and, like, with relationships, um, like, the I world way of relationships is based on preference. You know, you can, like, have a friendship with someone where you have something in common um, is usually, like, how friendships get formed or relationships get formed or something you're, like, drawn to them. I think about, like, my friends from cross-country. In high school, we were all friends, um, and we were all, you know, we had everything in common. We, like, spent all summer together running. We spent all year together. There's just, like, so much that we, like, lived. We, like, ate all our meals. There's just, like, all together. But now if I look at, like, the 40 people I ran cross-country with, like, how many of them am I still in touch with? Like, two of them are going to be in our wedding, but it's because we've, like, let our relationship grow. We've grown in our relationship with the Lord. We've let each other grow. We've chosen each other throughout all of these years. Um, and we can't just fall into relationships based on preference. Because um, if you think about this crowd, 
I don't know if you guys would have chosen each other to like be in relationship with one another. Or if you like look at like relationships like long term friends with looks around each other. You would have individually found all of you guys. Um, <laughs> but or like you think about household or living situations, your family, your siblings, you know? You might not have like chosen like those people to like live in relationship with. And God gives us this opportunity every day to grow in our ability to love, to love him, to love others, um, to like grow in charity. Because the goal of our relationships are for unity. And so Ephesians 1 says, For he has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. So this Christian ideal is to live our relationships as family. And something I want to hit on is that like this like call to live as family comes from our identity. When we're baptized, we're baptized as sons and daughters. And that is, like, where everything comes from. Like, your identity as a son or a daughter is everything um, and comes from that. And so we're, like, fighting against this, like, exaltation of the autonomy of the individual. And as we, like, strive to live these relationships well, um, yeah, that is going to be, like, a huge part of choosing to live, like, life as family is going to be, like, one of the best ways to, like, fight this in the culture. Um, and so there's a few verses on here about our identity and how that connects family um and even this like verse here john one but to those who did accept him he gave power to become children of god to those who believe in his name who were born not by natural generation nor by human choice nor by man's decision but of god it's like god created us and brought us together as his family um and we have access um to him in one spirit to the father and so we're no longer strangers or sojourners but your fellow citizens with the holy ones and members of the household of god and we're called to love one another earnestly from the heart and so I found this um, talk that Pope Francis gave a few years ago um, on the Feast of Corpus Christi, and he said, The community of believers banishes individualism in favor of sharing and solidarity. There is no place for selfishness if you are Christian. He said, Looking at the Acts of the Apostles, one can see that they lived in a specific way. He explained that they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles and to the communal life, to the breaking of the bread and to the prayers. So if you like, think, I know we read that, um, probably a lot of these passages in Acts, if we actually stop to think about how the apostles lived their life, like what their daily life was like and how they chose one another, how they came together because they followed Jesus, the sacrifices that they made for each other, the ways that they had to choose each other through hard things, um, yeah, they like had to banish individualism in favor of sharing and solidarity for like this greater purpose, which is to be on mission and to, to like live with Christ forever. Um, so, yeah, what kind of relationships are we striving for? I think you guys could name this. Um, but, yeah, so if you think about outward and open-facing. So these worldly relationships can be possessive. They can be private and exclusive. Um, and we want to fight for the opposite of that. We want our relationships to overflow to others. Uh, so I want to ask you guys, like, how have you seen, like, in your community here, or, like, when you've been maybe in classes together, or maybe you've been out in the world, like, what are ways that you've seen, like, your relationships, like, your brotherhood and your sisterhood, maybe, like, flow outward to bless other people? Can you think of ways that you've seen? Like, how have your relationships been, like, outward and open to things? So we're striving to have relationships that are outward facing and like the opposite of like exclusive. So how have you seen like your strong brotherhood or like your strong sisterhood been like actually like a blessing when you've like chosen to be outward facing?
You can give them Florida God too. Like it could be like a we're so awesome with love. So you can give Florida God in that. Don't pray. <laughs> I mean, like maybe this is a simple thing, but like, I think it's like pretty surprising to me how many times we'll like have a guy over for house dinner as a mm-hmm. guest and like just things that at this point I just take for granted they're like yeah. blown away by. Yeah. If, like we're just like cleaning up afterwards. It's mm-hmm. just like just looking around like that's yeah. crazy that everyone's just like yeah. on the same page they're, I don't know uh, and that like probably inspires them to maybe try to be a little bit more intentional with like their living situation mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. wherever they are so. yeah no that's awesome like I know Liam for example a guy that we have been become really good friends with he's at Deacon mm-hmm. and he's um, he's actually like making dinner with the guys he lives with mm-hmm. a couple times a week and they're like awesome. grocery shopping together and stuff mm-hmm. just, like, it's really cool to see mm-hmm. Hmm. I think something that I was reminded of from a women's event last year when we got to, um, it was like around Halloween, you're like making this whole things. was seeing how there were so many like women that I had never met, but that like the women that I had a relationship with here were comfortable enough, like kind of like sharing them with me. Mm-hmm. So there's like these new faces. And there was never a moment with where any woman that was new was never not talking to somebody, but it was like everybody spoke to her. It wasn't just the one woman that brought her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't just like, we've got this one relationship and I'll bring you into this party, but like we'll stay together. Mm-hmm. Like actually, these are the women that I have like deep relationship with and I want you to have a deep relationship mm-hmm. all around. Like I like trust you to like Yeah, care. and like they actually trusted their sisters to like show up. And, like mm-hmm. I brought this woman, let's all meet her. Mm-hmm. So that was really beautiful. So another one is commitment should mark our relationships. Because um, relationships between Christians are not based on preference. And so like as these preferences, like I was saying earlier, can fade, where things get hard. I think it's hard to choose each other. Um, but we're grounded in faithfulness, loyalty, and commitment. I was talking to a friend this summer. Um, she has three little daughters. And she was saying just like the example of like her husband choosing to like show their daughters mercy when they mess up, when they're, you know, like when they like, get frustrated or like something happens like actually his witness of being a merciful father like says something to them about who God the father is and so like when we meet people or when we like love one another and like show that to other people you know um that is going to actually show people like the person that you're loving but also like the people around that see your relationships like your faithfulness to that person like through like maybe their shame through like hardships like that's going to actually show people like the faithfulness of who God is um and I think about I live with um, my roommate Emily. We've been together for the last three years. We've been friends, yeah, for the last seven years. And she's somebody so I've definitely chosen to live with. We like live a very similar life. Um, we're on a mission. She's serving, and um, but we are very different people. Gotta <laughs> see like a lot of that. Um, we're very different people. We have very different temperaments. I'm like very extroverted. She's more introverted. Our like morning routines are different. We like, grew up very differently. How we handle money. How we handle stress. Like are very different from each other. And actually, like, me and her choosing each other these last three years has been, like, one of the greatest examples of sisterhood in my life. Um, we've had to, like, fight for each other. We've had to apologize, like, so many times. Had, like, ask, um, like, sought reconciliation. And I'm so grateful for this, like, commitment to, like, love one another through these, like, hard times. Like, there's not been times that we can, like, run away from each other. We've, like, had to, like, press in. Um, and it's been, like, the greatest gift. And I think I've learned the most about, like, who I am and who God is by this, like, example of sisterhood with her um 
And so like these things can happen. We can have like negative feelings in our relationships, um, but we're not a club or a clique or a community and we're a family. And we have to like push past like these thoughts are like, a, yeah, like maybe like a negative thought, resentment, impatient, irritation, dislike are not the sin, but like how we act on them is like what is like the sin. And so um, we have to, yeah, like ask for grace to press through these things. We have to stop um, and actually like choose our brothers and sisters. Um, and sacrificial, we need to, that's, I would say one of the other things that has to mark our relationships. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I bet you probably count in a day how many times you like had an opportunity to serve or to sacrifice for somebody and maybe like let it slip or you're like, oh, like right now or like you get frustrated or you just like don't have time. Um, and it can be like a big thing or a small thing. Um, but like think about like Christ, we like put on Christ, like he made the ultimate sacrifice for us and he like makes a sacrifice in the mass for us every day. Think about like, yeah, men and women in the Gospels, the woman with the alabaster jar, she like, held nothing back in worship for God. It's like, how can we relate, to, we relate to God and like hold nothing back for him and like give others like our most precious like resources, our time, our like um, attention. Um, so how have you guys seen, I guess that's another one I wanted to ask, like how have you guys seen opportunities where people have sacrificed for you? Or maybe if you want to be vulnerable, opportunities maybe where you like grew and like didn't sacrifice. Um, I can think of when I lived in the dorms two years ago, or not sorry, it was like four years ago, um, I had a Dominican and a single dorm. Um, I met this girl on my floor and she like, I think allies for this story. Um, I like, we were like becoming friends, but she was like super bubbly, wanted to hang out all the time. She like knocked on my door and I was like just getting ready for bed, but I was definitely like pretty wide awake. I just wanted to go to bed and I ignored her like at the door. I just like let her go. <laughs> and I felt horrible the next day. She like knocked out. She's like one of my best friends now. We like, so she like knows this story, but I just like think of that. I was like, okay, like I have no idea. She maybe just wanted to like say hello, good night. She might've had something for me, but it was just like funny. Cause I was like, yeah, I like had no idea what she needed, but I was like, I am going to choose comfort in this woman. I'm gonna, like going to go to bed um, and I'm going to ignore her at the door. Um, but yeah, I guess, are there ways that you guys have seen people make sacrifices for you or ways that you maybe have chosen not to sacrifice? What is like a way that you've seen someone sacrifice for you, for relationship and community, or yeah, yeah, it could be household, or it could be like, or a way that you haven't sacrificed for someone that you're like, okay, the Lord like moved in my heart in that moment. Definitely, like uh, memories of being a freshman and you know the guys that were living in household at that time taking taking time to like very intentionally um, yeah spend time with me in, mm -hmm. in multiple different ways mm -hmm. um, and that was incredibly impactful for me and definitely mm -hmm. a moment where they sacrificed time that they could have been spent you know hanging out with you know other guys having a good time you know doing doing whatever they might might have wanted to do um, so that's a really cool yeah really cool example of a time for somebody sacrificed for me um, and then I've also, what really sticks out in my mind is just like, when you're talking about temperaments, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's like, that, that to me is the most obvious time when people are sacrificing, right? It's like, uh, for somebody who is naturally uh, more quiet and uh, more reserved to spend time with somebody who is like loud and energetic, that's a sacrifice. And then vice versa, you know? And I've gotten to witness that in many people, um, and that's, that's cool. I don't know. It, I think it's like very obvious, very easy to see. Mm -hmm. Kind of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. Like that's kind of like the background stuff. I think that's like, like all that like it just like adds up and that kind of. Um, but yeah, especially in household, like just living this past year, like I've noticed, like just you know, in the background, like not many people are there the rest of the time, but like we are always there. Usually, like, we have the dishes to do or something that nobody else probably notices that much, but it's yeah. always done. It's <laughs> blessing. I'll, I'll say no one notices Theo. Well, true. Right. But it's not all of this more than the first Yeah. Theo has served more for us. I don't think anyone's ever served. I mean, I've never served. Yeah. I want a couple more. Like, Bradley has also served. <laughs> I, no, I, I remember like we like last semester we had like Bible study after um, like after Catholic or Cat Night. So like you know we were upstairs like like I went upstairs for Bible study usually, but like you know Bradley always stayed like helped afterwards like cleaned up. So like that was like an inspiration for me. Really. Mm -hmm. Something funny that kind of happened, like one of the first times I actually talked to Brian, uh, was like he was telling me all about it. he's like really involved in like, student government and student activities board and just like, uh, you know, he has like all these meetings, like all these like committee meetings and, and, and stuff. Uh, I remember talking with him, and this is like the first week, like household was kind of getting started, and he was like, yeah, so like there's a lot of days of the week I just have free. And I was like, yeah, like you're gonna need to like open up some days. And he like moved around like a bunch of meetings and stuff and just like got like, completely worked out. And I was like, dude, like, I don't even really know this guy yet, and I'm like already asking him a bunch of stuff without like being able to offer anything in return, and he just like did it, and mm. it was just like really admirable. Yeah. So that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, I love that. Like not counting the cost, you know, like yeah. not serving like expecting something in return, but like having nice with you. Sure. That's awesome. To, to be fair, it was one meeting that I had. <laughs> 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 you were telling me about like all the meetings. No, so good. Thanks for like, honoring your brothers too. That's really cool. In that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that I've noticed um, this year already. Uh, Liz does a lot. Like you're in uh, discipleship, and like you have your um, your third graders on Sundays, and for like like oh my gosh, words. Sunday school. Um, but yeah, Liz does a lot, like, plus your senior year, so, like, you could take a chill pill, but, like, you're choosing not to, <laughs> basically. But it's just, like, really inspirational, because I know sometimes, like, days can be hard, but, like, you choose to still do everything you're supposed to do, and, like, keep those commitments that you've, like, honored. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, to wrap up, um, think about, yeah, it's like a great honor to be able to like live in community with one another and lay down our lives for one another and to live out our relationships um, and commitment. And so I think you guys have talked a lot about this. So what does it mean for us here in our relationships at the Newman Center and community? Um, we, yeah, if we don't get our relationships right, that's going to um, affect like us being also like how we go on a mission um kind of like i said that faithfulness piece like how are we showing people the heart of the father how are we showing people like the um person of jesus and um 
Jesus probably knows this, but by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And so I think this can like, spur us on to mission. If you think about the relationships that you guys have in community, um, how are you living these um, out as a witness to the gospel? But also, we were talking about this at dinner tonight, like with Women's Night this weekend, and I think Ben did an awesome job of like in the just what I saw in the group meetings at Men's Night. But just like these relationships that you guys have with one another, like if you think about men and women on campus and in your life, like how many of them don't have what you guys have here? Um, and so kind of like letting that spur on, like the relationship that you have with the Lord, but also with one another. And as you invite people into community, like you're inviting them into these relationships that like we sometimes take for granted um, because they're around us all the time. Um, and so, yeah, remember we're made, um, not made for this self-centric world. And it's like our world is a little bit restless, but we're actually made um, for relationship. We're made for these sibling relationships. And so it's not based on preference. It's based on choosing one another and that commitment to love. Um, and it's like an honor. It's, it's like a high call, but the Lord gives us grace and he um, gives us his example because he went first. Yeah.